As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Woke up this morning, hopped out of my bed Only good things running through my head, yeah Life is good today, everything going my way Breeze fly in the sky Why don't we talk about it? Oh, girl, talk with Miss yeah I have another good one for y'all, right? So, like, hmm, I don't know about y'all, but it seems like the older we get, the the worse our stomachs get. It's like our stomachs, you know, they keep aging. You know, like on the outside, I know I'm young, but my stomach be trying to tell me something different, and I don't like it. So I had to go ahead and get my girl on here, Miss Sue Rogers, to go ahead and kind of help us out a little bit. All right. So without further ado, we have Miss Sue Rogers. Hello. Hello, Miss Yak. Nice to meet you. Um, yes. Loved that intro because you were so right. We age and we're like, oh, why do I not feel good in my gut anymore? Exactly. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I said, I don't care what that number says. I will always be young. Um, yeah. And really, oh, my gosh, there's so fast, such fascinating age, right? You hear uh, age is nothing but a mindset. But you also can reverse the aging process by healing your gut and putting the right things into your body. And it's fascinating. And I feel like as I've as time has gone on, I've implemented more of these things that I've read about and studied and it works. Wow. That is, you know what, I've been kind of hearing things like that myself as well, you know, especially like, you know, in the black community, you know, especially and I'm in the South. So I'm in Alabama. So, you know, we like our soul food. Okay. And, but consequently, because we like our soul food so much, you know, the obesity rates are atrocious, you know? So of course, if you've got, if you're obese, then you've got all these other underlying health issues because of that. And it's just this never ending domino effect. Right. And so we really do need to watch what we put into our bodies and how we treat our gut and whatnot. And, What made you stick out for me is because my daughter. So my daughter, she actually has, you know, issues with her stomach. And so taking her to the pediatrician, I don't know how many times they're like, nothing's wrong with her, nothing's wrong with her and whatnot. But what what funny to me, though, is we started her, um, she started drinking um, kombucha drinks. Yes. And those actually help her. 
Yes, you know, there's such live cultures, good bacteria in kombucha that that's a great step that you started on. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, because I was like, because they kept telling us to give her like some Tums or some Pepto-Bismol and, and that was doing it. it. It wasn't doing it. But yeah. No, I'm, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a broken arm. Like it's not going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right, but those kombucha drinks, yeah, I I live by them now. I make sure she has them in the refrigerator, and that helps. But and I know it's an acquired taste because yeah. I've tried them myself, and so it's like some of them I just can't do, but others is like kind of like one of those things like I can hold my nose. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I try to adapt, you know, adapt it into my diet as well because I I am cognizant of the health benefits of yes. it. Yeah. So what are some other things that you do to promote gut, gut health? Okay. First step, that's really, I mean, it sounds really easy, but if you're not a huge vegetable fan, then you're like, oh man, I got to add those in. And I will be the first to tell you that there are days where you're like, I should eat this vegetable right now, but the other stuff that's tempting you sounds so much better. <laughs> but the first thing that's super simple is you hear this all the time, right? Eat more vegetables. And I'm not talking French fries. Those don't count. I'm talking like leafy green <laughs> vegetables. The one that like the darker the fruit and vegetable, the more nutrient dense. So the more vitamins and minerals are packed mm -hmm. into it, the darker the color. So the more colorful you can go, the better. But like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, spinach, like all the dark leafier greens are some of the ones that are the most um beneficial antioxidant, tons of nutrients, tons of things that are really good for your gut. So simply adding those in and you don't have to just eat raw broccoli because like, I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but <laughs> it's not my first. I, I can't do the raw broccoli. I, I like broccoli, but it's gotta be cooked. Cooked or I'm experimenting a ton with my air fryer with green vegetables. Okay. Uh, my new, my current favorite is uh, just taking green beans, lightly tossing them in extra virgin olive oil, putting them in the air fryer for like 15 minutes, and then putting uh, pink Himalayan sea salt on them and eating them fried. And they're amazing. And the Ooh. olive oil is really good for your gut. It's one of the healthier oils. Um, and since you're air frying them, you only need to drizzle like a little bit on them just so that they don't burn when you're cooking them. And it's a like really fun alternative. And my kids love them. Like both of my kids, I have to make more than I think I need to make because I'll turn around and the bowl will be empty because they've eaten the whole first batch. That's interesting. Cause you know, they have like, I guess the fake ones that you can buy in Walmart and Publix. I can't mm -hmm. think of what they're called right now, but they're like along the same lines uh, of that. And I, I eat those all the time, but girl, I'm not to try that recipe. Okay. It's, yeah. Like I don't even measure anything. You just green beans, oil, throw them in the air fryer, sprinkle some salt. And contrary to popular belief, there's actually a really awesome book uh, called the salt fix. I'm totally blanking on the author right now, but I could look it up. It's actually explaining that, you know, we were told that salt is the enemy and it turns mm. out that salt is not necessarily the enemy. It's sugar. So that's a whole nother thing that I just read about that blew my mind. And so pink Himalayan sea salt actually has a lot of minerals in it that are really good for your body as well as electrolytes. So you can throw that on there with the extra virgin olive oil and the green beans. And that's all like amazing stuff for your body. 
So mm -hmm. simply adding in more vegetables and what that does also, so our gut is made up of good bacteria and bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. Our entire body is made out of more bacteria than anything else. Like our bacteria outnumber our cells 10 to one. So we are made up out of nothing but bacteria. Right. So don't be afraid of your bad or of your bacteria because we're supposed to have it, but there's supposed to be a balance. So when we feel off, what happens is the bad bacteria are thriving and overpowering the good bacteria. So mm. simply by eating vegetables, the leafy greens, that's fiber. When you're having fiber in your diet, fiber is considered a prebiotic. So what that means is those good bacteria, those probiotics in your gut, or if you're drinking kombucha, those good bacteria, if you have fiber, the prebiotic, that's food for the probiotics. So then the probiotics can feed off of that and thrive and grow and flourish. Mm. Now I like, I, I, I do the vegetables and, and I'm glad that you bring up sugar because I'm, I'm a pescatarian and I, I used to be vegetarian. I just recently reincorporated seafood back into my diet, maybe like a year ago. Um, okay. So I do this, I do eat seafood um, and I do eat a lot of vegetables, but I'll be the first to tell you I'm addicted to sugar. It literally is. It is a drug. If you've seen there's, you can Google it. Um, there's a like MRI image of the brain. Okay, so this one is the one on sugar. This is the one on cocaine. There mm. are more parts of the brain lit up when your brain is on sugar than when it's on cocaine. That's how much more addictive it is and setting off the pleasure sensors in your brain. So then, of course, we're like, oh, yeah, sugar. I want to have more of it. Wow. I'm not saying put, I'm not saying go do drugs. It's not no, no. You know what? You just made me look at it a whole different light because I had my heart set on going upstairs after this interview and making me a bowl of ice cream. But then you just said that to me. And now I'm like, I, I don't need that ice cream anymore. <laughs> right. And like if I've done this too, like I am a former hardcore sugar addict. Like I ate nothing but sugar as a kid, but I also was on tons of antibiotics for different things when I was a kid. And so it threw off my gut balance. Hmm. The bad bacteria in your gut can throw off and create yeast in the body. Like you hear yeast infection. That's not just a female problem. Like yeast can yeah. be on your skin, in your throat. Like it can be hiding anywhere in your body. Yeah. That yeast, that bad bacteria feeds off sugar. So if you have all of that thriving, it's going to crave the sugar and make you want to eat more. So when you do finally like really go off sugar, there are detox symptoms. Like it's real. I had, I experienced them when I first did like a really good gut reset where I was having the headaches from the sugar withdrawal. And I was wow. like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I was that hooked on it. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's, it's my considered having withdrawals from sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not just headaches. There's other like fatigue. Like if you look, you can also Google that too and look up the other actual symptoms um, because yeah, it's, it stimulates your body. And so, you know, caffeine withdrawals, that's another thing too. Yeah. Caffeine yeah. is also technically a drug because it's a stimulant. And when you stop drinking caffeine, you get that headache, you get that caffeine withdrawal and it can happen mm -hmm. with sugar too. That is, oh my gosh. So, okay. So for us sugar addicts out there, what are some recommendations that you would have for us to kind of wean ourselves off of it? 
Okay, there are options and it depends on what your sugar weakness is. Don't go cold turkey. You will not stick with it. Y'all hate me for telling you to do it and <laughs> it won't be feasible. Like you won't really do it. Um, if it's, so one of the things that took me a while to get off of was soda. I can't believe how much I used to drink soda. And when I was in college learning about nutrition, we had the debate, like, is diet soda better for you than regular soda? And it was like, well, pick your poison because the diet soda has all the chemicals in it. So you're poisoning your body that way or just drink the regular soda and you're poisoning your body with sugar. And so I was like, oh, oh I guess wow. with the sugar, but I found ways to start leaning off of it. So literally the first thing I would do was take my soda with like a soda fountain drink and I would mm -hmm. fill half of it with regular soda and the other half with like diet soda. And so then I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm cutting back on the sugar craving, but there's still all the chemicals. And then eventually I started buying what's called, uh, the brand is Zevia, which is okay. carbonated, kind of like soda, but there's no sugar. They use stevia, which is a plant uh, mm -hmm. sugar substitute that's right. better for the body. Uh, there's a couple of flavors of that that are really good. So I would alternate that into my routine and say, okay, I still want to have that carbonated beverage, but this has literally no sugar in it and it has plant-based sugar substitute that's actually good for the body. Um, so things like that. And then eventually switching over to where I mostly just uh, drink tea and I found some other like flavor packet things that are all natural that have don't have the sugars, they have stevia, just to give variety, but you can even do flavored water. So it's like taking baby steps to take what whatever your craving is and just think you're outsmarting the system. You're like, whoever's selling me this crap doesn't care about my health. They just no. want me addicted to it. So I keep mm -hmm. buying more and more and more. And I right. don't want to break that, that cycle. So whatever it is, and say it's chocolate. Maybe I still love chocolate, but you switch to dark chocolate and there's actually tons of health benefits in dark chocolate if you're getting like 70% 70 70 cacao or, or higher. So it's not as sweet as milk chocolate, but yeah. there are health benefits to dark chocolate, even for your gut. So that's another thing that you can just, okay, well, off one piece of dark chocolate, one piece of the regular, and then eventually you don't want the regular anymore because it'll start tasting gross. Really? Cause mm -hmm. see, okay. Cause my weaknesses are ice cream and I'm not just your plain Jane ice cream, just plain vanilla, plain chocolate, plain strawberry. That's not going to do. I want everything except the kitchen sink in my ice cream. So okay. that's that's my weakness is ice cream and white chocolate. And I know white chocolate is bad for you, but it tastes so good. <laughs> and, and I'll do the dark chocolate, but maybe I'll I'll try what you were just saying, like maybe like a piece of dark chocolate and a piece of the white chocolate and trying to kind of wean myself off. Because when I go to chocolate, white chocolate is my go to. Okay. So, yeah, dark chocolate going straight to the heavier percentage would, would not be probably enjoyable for you at all. So doing like, yeah, like a bite of each and eat the one, eat the dark chocolate first. So then you're really enjoying the white chocolate, but not eating as much of the white chocolate okay. would, would be a way to start. Okay. Um, if you still really like the white chocolate, you can have it and maybe have it with some berries. So you're having less of the amount of the mm -hmm. chocolate with something healthy like berries, which are really good for all kinds of healing and and the gut okay and then your ice cream 
I would never say to ever give up ice cream. <laughs> there are healthier options. So uh, just this February, my son who's 17 got diagnosed type one diabetic out of the blue. Like it doesn't run in my family. Um, oh, wow. It was scary how we found out like his body was literally deteriorating and we had no idea why. The moral of this story is we've found things because we've we've gone really low carb for him mm -hmm. instead of just really high doses of insulin for whatever he was eating because it's keeping him in steadier uh, blood sugar zones. There's really good keto ice creams out there, which means they're lower in sugars, which is better for the body. And they actually taste really good. There's a triple chocolate one that is in my house right now that I'm actually eating most of because it's that delicious and it's got pretty decent ingredients on it. Um, okay. and then still keep the sugars really low. So thanks to the trends of keto, there's really great options out there now, even for ice cream and ice cream bars. I'm going to have to look into that. Cause I like, I'll do, I usually do like almond milk or coconut, coconut milk, um, ice cream, which I really enjoy. Um, but every now and then, if I'm just kind of splurging, then I'll go get the like blue bonnet or, or bluebell or whatever ice yeah, cream or yeah. not. Um, those are like my go-tos, but I'm going to look into that keto, uh, stuff yeah. as well. Uh, because, you know, also, you know, cause as we age or whatnot, we become lactose intolerant. So when I splurge, you know, I like it. Everybody else around me might not like it anymore, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've also found that to be the case, you know, with increasing my vegetable intake, that also makes you gassy. So yes. it's like, okay, you have this like weighing your pros and cons here. So how do you deal with that? Is that, you know, still like a gut thing as well? Or I mean, yeah. yeah. And that's a process too. So if you're working on more vegetables, um, if you're consistent with it, as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That gassiness will kind of go away as your body balances. Well, I'm getting really, like, flushed out right now from my light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I think the light started coming through the window. Um, the gassiness will kind of taper off as your body gets adjusted 
to the amounts of uh, fiber if you're consistent. Now, if you, if you decide to do a ton of fiber and then you're like, oh man, this gas is like getting ridiculous. And then you go off that amount of fiber and, and return back, then your body goes back to its normal okay. status and it doesn't adjust. But if you add it in and then you keep going, it, your body will adjust and that gassiness will go away. I have a lot of gut health clients that will tell me when we do a full reset, they're like, oh my gosh, this first like week has been so much gas and it is insane. And I'm like, just trust the process because your body yes. is releasing a bunch of that toxic buildup that's trapped in your gut through <laughs> that gas that's coming out. Is that what that is? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. I was not yeah. aware of that. Cause I keep, <laughs> I keep some gas X on deck. Okay. <laughs> right. And if you need to do that to kind of balance it out as your body's adjusting, that's totally okay too. Cause it can be a lot if you're going really full board on fiber all at once. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So basically it all boils down to just being consistent. So just trusting the process yeah. and being consistent. So, you know, even though my kids might be like, mama, you really, really need you. <laughs> you know, but look, trust the process, okay? Yes. Trust yes. the process. <laughs> yes. Awesome, awesome. So, I, okay, so Sue, you also have this website. And for my viewers, go ahead and you can see it down there on the bottom. There's a link to her website. So if y'all are watching on my YouTube channel, go ahead and pause the screen so you can go ahead and take the website down to go check her out. So I was looking at your website and I like the fact that you also mentioned financial health Yeah, because financial health does, oh my goodness, it affects your mental health, you know, physical health so much and we don't realize it, but you know, financial can be very stressful. Yeah. You know, so what are some tips that you would give us for managing our financial health and, you know, kind of to say healthy? Yeah. Okay. Oh man, there's so many things. And actually I've learned so much about all this because my husband actually is a financial advisor. And so there's like, you can find a financial advisor and a lot of them work for companies where if you're like completely struggling and lost and don't know where to even begin, the first usual contact with them is free to kind of get a plan of what to do. But really it can be as simple as making an actual budget like if you don't know how much you're spending mm -hmm. every month compared to what your income is every month then you're going to be stressed out because you're going to get to the end of the month and be like oh crap i spent right. way more than i made because i didn't budget and i my husband may be a financial advisor but when i'm looking at what the money that i'm bringing in separate from what he's bringing in and what i know i've got to do for the kids I write it down on a freaking piece of paper with a pen or a pencil. Like it's nothing fancy as long as you're actually putting down, okay, here's my starting income for the month. Here's my guess of my expenses. And then actually writing down what you're spending as you're spending it. So if you do get to the end of the month and you're like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't buy that one thing. I can wait till next month because it's not that important. And then maybe at the end of the month, you actually have money you can save. Okay. And then the other thing is to always have multiple streams of income. So you Ooh, may have Lord, your you preach into the prior. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yes. 
Um, and there's so many ways to have multiple streams of income that aren't the traditional nine to five trading your time for money. So mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're passionate about, if that's not what your nine to five job is, find a way to make a stream of income in that field. That's something that you love because chances are that thing may end up replacing your nine to five that you don't like at all. And that right there is good for your mental health when you do something you love, yeah, even yeah. if at first it's not making generating a ton of income, but that's why you have multiple things coming in so that if, oh, this job over here, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, you've built this other thing over here and you can do that. And in the meantime, maybe you've built another thing or going to start building another thing. So you always have room to fall back and not stress and just have streams coming in to pull from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm working on it. I've, I've heard that for quite some time to try to have your multiple streams of income. And for myself, I'm a single parent. Okay. So that is definitely something that kind of piqued my interest, but it's always, you know, kind of fall back to, okay, when do you have the time to focus on the other streams of income? Because I'm a busy body. I, I like to stay busy. Um, I'm Even my parents are telling me, they said, I don't know how to relax. And I really, I have to make a conscious effort to like not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's me. So I'm, I'm constantly doing something. But to try to figure out how to get that, you know, extra stream of income coming in, that's a struggle, you know, for a lot of people. It can be. And some of the traditional routes have or some of the non-traditional routes have a stigma to them. Like, I don't know if you've ever worked in uh, any network marketing companies, uh, multi-level marketing companies. Some of them are super, super sketchy and I wouldn't go near them with a 10 foot pole, but some of them actually have really smart business models where you can build streams of income around whatever it is that you do because you can literally work them any time of day and then like building your own brand and what you're doing right now i imagine there's goals for that to be yeah, something more for you in the future too so you are doing something um, i'm trying <laughs> and, but, and that's what it takes is you're trying you're actually making an effort and then just consistently keeping at it is when people will have success. There's so many people that are like, I'm gonna try this second stream of income and they put in work for like 30 days and they're like, oh, this doesn't really work. And like, well, you didn't give it enough time and how much effort did you really put into it? Um, so yeah, you gotta really have, you really have to be self-motivated and have the work ethic to have some of those other things work for you. But there are so many people who are really successful at them because they're consistent and even if it's not some big, like if you're making tons of money at something super, super quick, you may also lose it super quick. So it's, there are also things that you have to slowly and gradually build as well for them to really be something that pays off. Mm. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because a lot of times, I think in today's society, um, a lot of us tend to want that, that quick reward. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us don't know how to work or put in that time and effort to get what we want. We want that, you know, immediate, you know, satisfaction and whatnot. And a lot of us, you know, at this point, and even, you know, my, my full-time job, I've noticed that with some of our younger employees, um, let's say, for example, I had, uh, you know, there was a 19-year-old, um, <coughs> excuse me, a 19-year-old dropout came into the building and wanted to be waiting, making $25 an hour right off the bat. <laughs> <coughs> Of course. 
excuse me. Uh, right, because that's just how it works, right? Like, I just get to get paid whatever. Exactly. Like, okay, you have, you don't even have a diploma. You don't have a GED. And you're coming right up the street and you expect to make $25 an hour. In, in what yeah. world? <laughs> right, uh, the world they grew up in where they were told that. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I don't know where this coffin fit just came from. Uh, I could imagine being 19 years old and walking into some place and being like, you need to pay me a crap ton of money. <coughs> I know, right? Exactly. So it's just, I'm glad that you had mentioned that because a lot of times, you know, especially our younger, younger um, adults, they don't understand that concept. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, and I saw when my kids were, you know, younger, because I have two teenagers myself, but I saw when my kids were younger, you know, the whole idea of everybody wins. That concept, I, I get it, but at the same token, I'm like, okay, what are we really teaching them? Right. You know? And so I think that this younger generation of adults, they're, they're stuck in that mindset that, you know, if I show up, then I should have a raise. Yeah. Right. You and know? like... Failure is good. Like we should know how to lose and how to fail because that's generally what springboards you into wanting to try again or be better. Exactly. Um, and, and so definitely, definitely. And I know we're getting like kind of off topic here. But <laughs> it's, all, it's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> because yes, because that stresses me out. And that's a part of my wellness, you mm -hmm. know, the fact mm -hmm. when I'm interacting with these younger adults and they just don't get it. And it's like, what are you talking about? You cannot make $25 an hour fresh out of, you know, off the street with no type of education and whatnot. Some of the college students don't come off the street making $25 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, that's very, very, very important. Um, but I want to go back to this, you know, subject of gut health yeah. and whatnot. So like, for example, my daughter. So with her, she, I'll say this, when, so when she was born, she was born with a very severe case of, of reflux. Okay. So severe, in fact, that within hours of her being born, they called a cold blue on her because she stopped breathing. Oh, And so, scary. yes. Mm -hmm. So she was hospitalized for the first few weeks of her life. And then after that, she was on medications for a while, you know, mm -hmm. uh, to help with that. And so the first, I'd say two, three years of her life, it was difficult for her to keep anything down because she was like projectile vomiting everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then once she overcame that, she outgrew that, then she wanted to eat everything. Oh gosh, I bet. Within, <laughs> <laughs> um, But within the last couple of years, she's, you know, complained periodically about her stomach is hurting, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's nothing different that she's eating from anybody else in the house. But for whatever reason, she's, you know, made those complaints, which prompted me to take her to the pediatrician. And like I said before, all they were saying was like, you know, just take some Pepto or they would run some tests and they're like, run some blood work. Nothing's wrong with you or whatnot. So which made me think, OK, maybe we need to take more of a holistic approach to uh -huh. it, uh, which is what prompted me to, you know, let, let's try the, the kombucha drinks. You know, I've, I've heard you know good things about it. <clears throat> so. That's the route that we're going now. Um, and even with her, because she's 15, so we're trying to take a more healthier approach um, with some of the things that she eats. She's even decided to do more um, vegan options. As, awesome. you know, 
Uh, so that's all cyber. Yeah, that's right. Great. So, so she's decided to go that route, and um, she likes, you know, some. She's she's found that she's liked a lot of things that you know that I get her and whatnot. So that's a good thing. So I'm thinking that, and I'm seeing the the truth, basically, in what you're telling me, mm -hmm. because she doesn't complain about her stomach anymore. Yeah. Right. And this used to be like an almost an everyday thing where she would come in like my stomach's been hurting for X amount of time, you know, almost mm -hmm. every day. Oh. But since we've started this journey, she doesn't complain about her stomach anymore. Um, and, you know, her eating habits have changed as well. And it's, I'm seeing the benefits, you know, in my daughter, you know, now if I can just, you know, wean myself off of the sugar addiction, then we'd be all, we'd be, you know, we'd be straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, and I can tell you, um, I think hopefully we have a little bit of time. Uh, the other thing too that uh, helped with my sugar, cause I dealt with acid reflux for a long time too. And actually taking a probiotic besides just drinking kombucha. So there's different probiotic supplements that you can take mm -hmm. that actually are just the live cultures okay. and switching over to one of those because literally in the drugstore, heartburn meds, and probiotics are on the same shelf. Mm -hmm. And I was taking all these heartburn things and treatments and it would work while I was taking them. And I'm like, well, I don't want to take them forever. So the minute I'd get off, I'd have issues again. Started taking a really good probiotic and I've been taking probiotic at least once a day, every day for the last five years. Okay. And the amount of healing that it's done in my system, I don't want to know what my gut would be like right now if I wasn't uh, adding that into it. And I've got my my daughter on them as well because my daughter had to take some antibiotics for a little bit back to back as a kid, and then she was super craving sugar all the time. And I was like, "Oh, uh, -uh we got to kick this in the bud." And she still likes sugar, but I don't feel like it's as intense. And I had started making her take probiotics every single day to try to kill off any uh, bad imbalance in her gut as well. And that's something else that could potentially uh, be beneficial in the gut healing process. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I like that. I, I may have to go back to the store and find me a good pro, um, probiotic yeah, to help with that. Because I know that's my weakness. Because like I have no problem eating the vegetables. I love eating vegetables, you know. Okay. But it's, if, I, if I feel like if I could kick my sugar addiction, oh, I'd be a skinny mini. You can tell me nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And yes. it's doable. Like you just have to, when you're ready, like when you're really ready to do it and commit to it and give yourself grace, it's okay if it's not perfect every day, but just make little tweaks every, every day if you can. Like, okay, I'm going to have sugar, but I'm just going to have this amount, not the usual amount and just start kind of baby stepping your way into it. And then before you know it, if you get completely off and then every once in a while, still go back and have something that you loved that was super sugary. You'll have one bite and be like, okay, that's enough. Like if I have a bite of regular yeah. now, I have one bite and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay. Okay. And, and you're right. You're right. Because I noticed um, with when it comes to sugary drinks, because I, I drink mainly water um, as it is now. So that's my primary drink, uh, drink of choice. But like, even if I do, somebody does give me like a sugary drink or whatnot, I, I don't want it. Yeah. So. Okay. See, you're already, already on the right track. That's great. Yay. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Sue, that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for coming on the Girl Talk with Miss Yet. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes, definitely. All right, my, my, my viewers out there, my viewers and listeners, this is your girl, Miss Yak, with Girl Talk with Miss Yak, and my special guest, Miss Sue Rogers. Now, again, look down below. You see her link to her, web, her website is scrolling down below. So if you're watching on my YouTube channel, go ahead and pause. So you can go ahead and write that down and go to her website to check her on out. Because, y'all, we got to do better. We got to take care of our little bellies because if we don't take care of our bellies, guess what? Our belly is not going to take care of you. Okay, so see, so y'all stay tuned again every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central on all your major streaming platforms. Until next time, I'll see y'all later. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.